VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. Friends, we thank you for joining us on Crosstalk. And uh, today's a rather disturbing topic that we need to bring to your attention. Uh, The downward spiral that our nation is in, morally speaking, it is just absolutely staggering. What is being branded today as normal is what was previously described as being the unthinkable. When we consider the grooming that is taking place on children, beginning in preschool age and continuing through the the elementary ages and into high school, it is absolutely staggering. And to think that school leaders are all in, superintendents are all in, colleges and universities are all in, the education department of the United States of America all in, as are other levels of government. The many layers of government are all in. The military is all in. The so-called entertainment industry, Hollywood, the media, they're all in. Sports franchises are all in. Today, we're going to expose yet additional ways in which there is an attempt to normalize the abnormal and see that the LGBTQ plus floodgates are open. Joining us, we welcome back Peter LaBarber. He's a reporter for WND.com. He's a former reporter for The Washington Times and LifeSiteNews.com and a former contributing editor for Human Events. He's the founder and president of Americans for Truth. Peter, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you, Jim. Thanks for this opportunity. Peter, it is literally hard to know really where to begin due to the the volume of stories and, and, and issues that are taking place all over this country and simultaneously happening, and to, to, to know also the U.S. is not alone with this free fall into the, the grooming of children, the pushing of immorality. It's happening all over this world. But in late December of 2022, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention republished what they're calling a self-assessment tool that urges school administrators, uh, school teachers, and school health staff to advocate for LGBT causes in school and to become what they call an awesome ally. Uh, We're going to break this down, but Peter, I know you've done some studying of this document. It's absolutely appalling. Yeah, Jim, thanks to you. I I had read the stories about the document, but I hadn't read the document, and and I clicked on the WND story. I'm happy to be at formerly WorldNet Daily, now WND.com. Some great people over there, uh, Bob Unruh, David Capellian. Just it's it's great to be there and to be writing on this. But it's also depressing because WND has some of the most expansive coverage on this LGBT agenda that you can find. And reading this document from the CDC is just it's just stunning as you as you tried to convey, Jim. I mean, I'm just I just tried to write down some notes. For example, um, uh, let's see uh, on page 24 of the document. You know what, Peter? Uh, uh, let, let me give. Are you going to go through it? Well, let me. I'm going to give the overview because uh, they talk about this whole document. Then we'll have you get into some of the specifics. But this overview, it says schools play a critical role in support. Now, folks, again, this is coming from the Centers for Disease Control, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and uh, as they encroach into the education arena, but they say schools play a critical role in supporting the health and academic development of all youth, including the success of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer-questioning youth, creating and sustaining inclusive school environments, policies, programs, and practices that include LGBTQ youth is one strategy for improving the health and academic success, success of all youth. And then it says, please note that this document includes many resources from non-government organizations focused on improving school inclusivity and the ideas and opinions expressed wherein uh, within them do not represent the official opinion of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. But get, they give this, Peter, it's a, really it's a self-assessment tool and, and allows people to, 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 you know, score themselves on their rating scale and then recommends action steps, how they can become a greater and greater ally, an awesome ally for LGBTQ. Right, Jim, and and this is what the the homosexual transgender activists are doing in every area. Uh, you and I have discussed many times 
a human rights campaign, how it did this for corporations. They set up a scorecard, and then they tightened the, they tightened the uh, criteria every couple of years to make it harder and harder to get 100% ranking to the point where corporations now, uh, their, their health insurance policies have to fund these mutilating transgender surgeries, et cetera, hormone therapies, uh, to, uh, to get the 100% ranking of their, of their own employees which we're all paying for if we buy the products of that company, of course. Now we're seeing it here, uh, and this is so odd that the CDC is doing this, because what does this have to do with disease control? Um, this is the Biden administration just uh, going into hyperdrive, as it is wont to do on, on these issues, and this document is incredibly radical, and it's just shocking that it comes from our own government as a way of, you know, even saying, you know, for example, I know you're going to go through it, Jim, but in the health, the health education lessons, um, it says, you know, don't just center on normal sex when you're teaching sex ed. Uh, I present information on all types of sex. Of sex. Well, you know what that means. They, they want to teach deviant sex uh, as part of sex ed. You know, and Peter, what's staggering with this, you know, they're supposed to be concerned about our health, and yet what we're seeing happen with uh, with sexually transmitted diseases, Peter, they're in the surge. They're happening, you know, we're seeing levels that we've not seen before in this nation as far as sexually transmitted diseases, and rather than using the, the methodology that they are using to... to, to Pushed this LGBTQ plus agenda, uh, rather than doing that, they should be, if, if they're really concerned about people's health, they should say, no, we need to abstain from aberrant sexual behavior, that, that our body is created in a very unique uh, way by, by uh, our creator God, who, who, you know, has designed marriage and that relationship between one man and one woman, and, and that relationship is, is uh, uh, that the sexual relations do not happen before marriage. Uh, it is designed for uh, marriage itself and, and to promote uh, a wholesome morality rather than, than seeing these numbers just surge off the charts. Right, Jim, and uh, absolutely. And, you know, you could, I've told this to people many times, if you want to uh, do a little research, very simple research on the health hazards of homosexual uh, sexual practices, uh, aberrant sex, as you said, just Google the word CDC, and then, for example, syphilis, and then MSM, which is the, the favored term, uh, men who have sex with men, and you will see that even the CDC documents themselves document the disproportionate uh, uh, suffering of sexually transmitted diseases of people, especially, I'm talking men here mostly, men who have sex with other men, very dangerous. We just saw this with monkeypox, Jim, over 90% of the cases uh, of monkeypox were men who have sex with men and bisexual men and even even highly promiscuous men who have sex with men. And so it's so odd that the CDC of all places, like you said, is the one pushing this outright propaganda, and especially, and also on gender, Jim, and we know, uh, the, you know, the whole gender agenda, the transgender agenda, how can you qualify that under health when you're, when you're sanctioning the idea of women removing, surgically removing their healthy breasts to appear to be like a man with a flat chest, how can that be included in, in a discussion of health? Peter, it, it, yeah, and, and youth that are being uh, these uh, drugs that are altering their, their normal processes of their body is, is uh, also off the charts. But as, as one goes through this document here, um, they are the, the one who is reading through it, whether a school administrator, a teacher, a health worker at the school, they're to grade themselves. For every subject, they, they grade themselves A, B, or C, and there's a different answer for A, B, or C. And if you're getting mostly Cs, uh, you need to commit to change. You are not yet well prepared to provide inclusive and supportive environments for LGBTQ students. If you get mostly Bs, you're beginning to break through. And working on uh, building blocks of inclusivity, uh, doing more things that encourage and support LGBTQ inclusive environments. And then if you're getting mostly A's, you are highly inclusive. You're an awesome ally. You're doing great work. You do a lot to support LGBTQ students and work toward an inclusive environment. Now you need to take this and go share this knowledge with others. Uh, so, Peter, tell us about some of the self-assessments here. Well, I'm just on the page of the nurse right now, Jim, the school nurse, which you could be found on 20, page 24 of the document. It says, Section 4, Assessment for School Health Services, 13 items. Um, 
Uh, number one is our school nurse's office health clinic is a place that all students feel as comfortable as possible, regardless of gender, gender identity, et cetera. Um, let me read you uh, three. Uh, let me see. What, what is it here, Jim? It's section. It's uh, there. It's it's basically saying um, you, you don't one of the I'm not sure if I'm in the right section here, but there's one part where it says you don't you don't say a woman or, or a man. You say a body with a vagina or a body with encouraging um, everybody to speak to accommodate this tiny, tiny minority of people who are suffering gender confusion or are, are in gender rebellion. And it's throughout this document. Um, I, here's one sentence. I describe anatomy and physiology separate from gender. All of this rhetoric, and, it's, and Jim, all I can think when I read this is, this is like a massive cult, a sexual gender cult, but... The difference is our government is now behind this cult, and they're pushing it on the most vulnerable people in our society, which is the youth. They are pushing it on the youth. And the other thing, they we want assessments. Uh, for instance, my classroom or learning space includes visual labels, uh, that is, rainbow flags, pink triangles, unisex bathroom signs, marking it, making it... Uh, or rather marking it as a safe space for LGBTQ students. And then, uh, then the, you know, the person that self-assesses themselves, A, I have visual labels in my classroom that represent broad range. B, I don't have any visible labels in my classroom. C, I have visual labels in my classroom focused primarily on heterosexual relationships and cisgender. And so they have to backpedal on that issue and give themselves a C. But, folks, it, it, it goes everywhere from uh, uh, ensuring events like proms and pep rallies and policies allowed for same gender and gender non-conforming couples to be a part of that. I use inclusive terminology like uh, chosen names and pronouns and not assuming genders of individuals' friends or family members. I, I use neutral terms uh, of, uh, like partner instead of boyfriend or girlfriend. Peter, all throughout this document, it is it is just a, a wash in, in uh, wokeism and, and really pushes one toward a very immoral view of of, of life and uh, biology and and uh, morality uh, in all of its aspects. Yes, Jim, and 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 when you read this document, you you and I encourage people to do it. As painful as it is, you see that this movement is not backing down. They only get more and more demanding in their power. They get more aggressive. They because a movement that is rooted in aberrance, in in abnormality. Let's remember the gay movement, as it was called. The whole purpose was to say that homosexuality is not abnormal. It's a normal part of life. You should accept it. A movement, a social movement, a revolutionary social movement that is rooted in redefining normal. It has no normal, Jim. It can't say no to any other abnormality because it's the whole movement, the gay movement, began this redefinition of normal. And so they're, it's, it's basically supercharged to, pr- to uh, promote deviance in every area of sex and gender. So, friends, uh, as we get into our next segment here on Crosstalk, we're going to look at some of the current stories going on, but I wanted to spend some time uh, in this new document, uh, a republished document from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, geared at school administrators, school teachers, school health care workers, and it's very much afoot in in, uh, uh, the educational system all across the country. Peter LaBarber is with us today, who is a reporter for WND.com. And, folks, there's so much more going on this issue right now. Now, as I said, the floodgates are open. Back in just a minute, you're listening to Crosstalk. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, scientist with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, in Genesis 6, we read of the fountains of the great deep. What were these? Chris, the Bible teaches that at the start of the flood, all the fountains of the great deep broke open. This triggered a chain reaction of events which inundated the earth. I think of these fountains as underwater volcanoes or perhaps seafloor vents where materials deep inside the earth rushed out. Today we find these seafloor vents which bring up chemical-laden waters, quite unlike seawater, but all at superheated temperatures. It may be that during the flood, these vents brought up a great deal of water which had never been on the surface before, thus providing waters for the flood. 
This has all been the subject of research among creationist geologists. We're still working on it, but we do so from a back-to-Genesis perspective. To learn more about creation, get our free DVD called That's a Fact. Call us at 800-628-7640 and mention the promo code FACT. This is Crosstalk coming your way from VCY America. And uh, friends, again, we're warning uh, as we reprove the works of darkness as uh, what we see taking place in society around us and across this nation. As I said, the floodgates are open and uh, we are seeing it on all levels. We're just focusing in on... Uh, you know, the education, but Peter, even even on education, it's coupled with even corporate America. I saw just the news reported recently that GM, yes, General Motors, gave a grant to an organization that supplies elementary schools with books promoting the transgender ideology. Uh, they uh, Their company donated money to the Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network, uh, Glitton, Glitson, uh, their Rainbow Library program, that's according to a 2021 social impact report published by GM, funding the Rainbow Library's efforts to support, quote, support curricular materials and books that set uh, uh, sets that are LGBTQ plus centered, racially diverse and multicultural through K through 12. So here we have an example of corporate America joining forces with LGBTQ plus to indoctrinate children. Right, Jim, and I, as I mentioned before, that's because these corporations. Well, of course, there's there's now this incredible unanimity on the left behind this movement. But uh, the homosexual movement was very smart to rate these companies, and then one of the criteria in that scorecard that I mentioned earlier is the grants, the the larger things that corporations do for these activist groups, and yet under the same scorecard, Jim. Let's just say, in, in the realm of fantasy, that GM was to give a, a grant to Jim Snyder and uh, WBCY America, they would lose points on the scale so they could not get the 100%. In other words, they would be penalized for giving to a group which is supposedly anti-LGBTQ. Wow. Wow. So the pressure is being placed on corporations and Peter, they're, they're, they're bowing at that, you know, that altar, I mean, of, of, uh, you know, corporate expediency, if you will, in order to be socially accepted by the, by the culture, by those who are trying to influence the culture. Absolutely. They've, they've just totally cowed, uh, are, are cowed to this movement. And um, uh, you know, the question is, how to fight back? I know there's people want to do something, they don't know what to do. But obviously, in these sorts of cases, when you have choices to make, you can exercise your discretion, you can exercise good judgment. Sometimes it's very hard. But in this case, uh, I mean, GM, you know, you can not buy a GM car, you can make uh, decisions uh, based on a company directly promoting extreme gender perversion and, 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 ab- and, and sexual immorality on a grand scale. Peter, as we talk about some other issues, it's, it's horrifying to me to know that California has now turned itself into really a transgender sanctuary state, uh, in effect for, for children that seek either chemical or, uh, or, or uh, surgical mutilation. Uh, they're, they're not, uh, you know, they're not giving this way to parental authority, but, you know, gender-confused teens who want to flee from their parents in, in other states really can get into the state and have the treatment that they desire to, to mutilate their bodies chemically or, or surgically. Yes, Jim, and, and this is, um, California is really on completely off the deep end. This is a, this was, this was a bill sponsored by a state senator named Scott Weiner. I'm not sure if it's pronounced Weiner or Weiner. He's a radical homosexual activist. He's been seen in leather gear at the, uh, Folsom Street Fair, which is a, a sadomasochistic fair that's put on in, in, in San Francisco with thousands and thousands of people, and it's, it's very, uh, disgusting event. Um, with radical activities going on, uh, you know, um, perversions uh, celebrated. Um, this state senator, who has very big ambitions, uh, apparently, many people are talking about him wanting to run uh, for senator, uh, state senator in California. He sp- Scott Weiner sponsored this, but what this is saying is um, they won't even follow the laws. Let's say a law, uh, um, a state like Florida uh, passes a law saying that um, uh, there will be no. Uh, uh, 
gender transition, so-called. All, what are the euphemisms now, Jim? Gender-affirming care, which could include, um, as we talked about, you know, uh, uh, surgical procedures, so-called, on healthy tissue, like a, like a, a girl's breast, out of this transgender ideology. Um, let's say a state bans that for youth. California could override that with this law, and so they're encouraging young people who are in this, you know, state of confusion to come to California, and and we'll allow you to, uh, you know, to harm your body, uh, whereas you you couldn't in the state you were in. Peter, uh, it's disturbing to see what's happening, and more and more, too, I want to bring up the the drag queen uh, events that are happening. It used to be just the drag queen story hours, but now these drag shows are popping up. You've got fast food restaurant chains that are doing them, farmer's markets that have been uh, done them this past summer. Uh, one of our listeners made us aware here just uh, today about uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Their uh, Madison East High School is going to be hosting what they're calling a family-friendly drag show, talking about an oxymoron in, in terms of uh, how can it be family-friendly when it attacks uh, morality and values in that regard. But, uh, Peter, these things are cropping up in, in schools and in, in businesses and, and, and parks and, and libraries all over the country. Yeah, Jim, and this goes to the point I was making before, which I, I really want to impress upon your listeners, which is uh, this is uh, basically an aberrant sex, a sexual immorality movement rooted in the abnormal. And who would have guessed that that, you, that they would be promoting drag queen story hours, reading these books, a, a drag queen event, a, a drag show, adult drag shows in big cities are sexually lewd events. They, they celebrate sexual deviance, of course, uh, very, uh, you know, licentious. You know, the idea of those characters having anything to do with children is is ridiculous and of course it's mainstreaming these the idea of drag to impressionable kids but i you know i would never have guessed and i don't think you would have either jim five years ago that the the, the mainstream so-called homosexual movement would be pushing these activities all over the place but it's because they're driven they they have no definition of normal they 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 said at one point they didn't care about the kids but they do. They want to indoctrinate children, and that's what this is all about. It really is. And, folks, the grooming is going on. Uh, here's another case in point. Uh, Peter used to write at uh, LifeSiteNews.com, and they're reporting the 2022 annual report for Chicago Public Schools was released January 1st, and it revealed that more than 600, 600 cases of students, this is Chicago Public Schools, 600 cases of students groomed by adults within the school system were investigated and closed last year. One school system, Peter, 600 cases? Yeah, it's just incredible, Um, you know, and uh, there was a lot of attention when this was uh, happening in Catholic churches and other churches. And now here we see hard evidence of the extent that's happening in public schools. And I, I think Chicago is, I, if I had, was it, were a parent in Chicago, I used to live near Chicago, but I would never uh, put my, my, my child in, in, those, in that public school system. Now, folks, so we've mentioned something that's going on in U.S. schools, but it's not the U.S. alone. I mean, I've seen headlines recently uh, about Canadian public schools indoctrinating kids in transgender insanity without parental consent. I saw another headline, 8,000 teens are now seeking puberty blockers or trans hormones from the U.K. health system. Peter, what we're seeing is really a worldwide push. I mean, the, I talked about the floodgates are open. That that, that is happening worldwide. And and uh, the the question is, are there enough people here in this country who hold hold to a biblical moral values to say, no, we're not going this direction. Enough is enough. Well, um, let me start with the first part. Um, we we saw the we talked about in a previous interview, Jim. More than twenty percent of young people now, according to a Gallup survey, identify as LGBTQ. More than twenty percent. That's more than one in five. Now, as to the second point, are, are there enough people left? I I was very um, I get discouraged when I see Republicans joining in uh, with this agenda. You know, President Trump spoke at Mar-a-Lago to the log cabin Republicans. They called it the Spirit of Lincoln event, which is uh, apparently linking, linking uh, our, our, our wonderful former President Abe Lincoln to the homosexual cause. I don't know how that works, but President Trump 
uh, said he was, uh, you know, he, he, he cheered on the log cabin Republicans at that event. And this is a couple days after Joe Biden, our president, signed the Respect for Marriage Act, so-called, which uh, institutionalizes homosexual so-called marriage in federal law. And so I think that what has to happen is you have to have politicians and cultural leaders who will say, no, we have to have a counter ideology to, to fight this movement. There's a, a small town in, for example, in Massachusetts. This is on the Mass Resistance site, massresistance.org. A small town in, in, in Massachusetts which said, no, we're, we're going to fly a flag for the natural family because this town uh, flew a, a rainbow flag. They said, okay, well, let's have equal time. We're going to fly a, a flag which uh, celebrates the natural family. We, we have to find a way to have a counter-movement to this movement because this cult has taken hold in America, something fierce. It really has. And now, Peter, uh, you, you recently reported at, at WND.com with one of your articles that a U.S. medical schools uh, are saying that infants infants can be queer or asexual. What did you report? Well, it was a Harvard Medical School, and they have a course, Jim, uh, that they're encouraging students to take. And the course says, you know, basically says taking care of LGBTQ people from uh, infancy to to uh, elderly care. Uh, whoever heard of an infant that was LGBTQ and also asexual, Jim? So, you know, they're going now. They're going back to the idea of inherent, innate. Uh, whether it's homosexuality, bisexuality, transgender, wh- whatever it is, um, you see these activists acting like this is innate. And, and of course, the transgender movement is, as we just talked about that document, Jim. One part of the, one part of that CDC document we discussed was that you, uh, a teacher should say not just what is your sex, but what is your assigned sex at birth. So, what is your biological sex, and then what is your gender identity? That's it. There's two, of course. They so they're teaching that you separate your gender identity from your biological sex. That's preposterous, but that is what they're encouraging teachers mm-hmm. to tell kids. And and some parents are just off the rails on this, Peter. Too. I saw uh, just recently it was reported through uh, I, I believe it was Fox about a a mom who just went crazy because uh, the school would not call her daughter a boy. And, and, you know, throwing a fit over this a- aspect. Right. We, it, the parents are manipulated by the children, but they're also manipulated by the professional class. You know, the LGBT uh, cult that has now reached all so many elites in our culture. And so on the one hand, you have a transgender child say, Mom, uh, Dad, I make kids commit suicide if you don't let me gender transition. Well, imagine as a parent, uh, although there are studies which show that that is not uh, that is not uh, consistent with what's going on. A lot of children are confused in their in their puberty years and post uh, adolescence are confused, and they change. They they grow out of that confusion. But then this other factor is Jim. The parents are joining in because a lot of times the parents are are listening to these elites. You know, we saw it with COVID. We see it in other areas. You cannot trust the medical. Uh, and health professionals anymore. You can't take everything they say because they are radically pro-LGBTQ and the parents are listening and, and they're they're acting on that in schools. Friends, and uh, continues on into the colleges and universities. I mean, I saw too where colleges are actually offering classes on queer dance and other issues. We're going to uh, take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to have Peter just recap for us again. We saw that uh, horrible omnibus legislation that passed right before the the uh, last Congress adjourned and uh, passed, and uh, Peter had followed that as well to find out some of the advocacy that was happening in there for LGBTQ as well. We'll be back in just one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. VCY invites you to obtain an audio recording of the Gospel According to John as narrated by Brad Canterbury. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John's Gospel, presenting the words of Jesus, the way of salvation. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever... You can share this as a gift or for listening over and over on your daily commute. 
VCY America is making available this narrated Gospel of John on two CDs for a donation of $12. Call during business hours, 1-800-729-9829. That's 800-729-9829. But these are written, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. This is Crosstalk on VCY America. Yes, colleges, universities offering classes in pornography, queer dance, uh, uh, sexualizing issues, the BDSM, etc., etc. Peter LaBarber is with us today. And ladies and gentlemen, just demonstrating that the LGBTQ plus floodgates are open and coming on so many different realms. Peter, um, we know that uh, you have uh, covered a number of issues already in your uh, reporting with WND.com. And one of the issues that uh, you covered early as the calendar changed to January 2023 is uh, about the omnibus bill and how we, the taxpayers, are have been, are being forced to spend millions of dollars on homosexual, gay, trans projects across this land and, and beyond. Tell us about it. Yeah, Jim, this is uh, your tax dollars at work. Here we go. I'll just go from our list. It's on WND.com. Uh, the headline is Taxpayers Forced to Spend Millions um, on Gay and Trans Projects via the Omnibus Bill. Um, and $1.2 million for uh, uh, LGBTQIA Pride Center in San Diego. $1 million for uh, a leftist uh, organization called Zora's House in Ohio. $3 million, Jim, get this one. It's something called the American LGBT Museum in New York City. It's opening in 2024, $3 million. This is a museum which is going to celebrate homosexuality, bisexuality, transgenderism. And this is the new trend, Jim. They're, they're basically establishing, there, there are three or four, I think, proposals uh, for LGBTQ museums across the country. So they're, they want to establish LGBTQ history. And of course, it's going to be a very one-sided history. We have 750,000 for Trans-Latina Coalition, which is led by a, a, a man who's um, living as if he's a woman, uh, radical transgenderism there. And on and on it goes. One, uh, 800, here's one, Jim, I wanted to mention. $856,000 for the LGBT Center in New York. Now, this is a center. I've actually been in the center. And, Jim, inside the center, even though there are youth programs, there are programs, uh, which I can't even describe, paintings on the wall, which celebrate homosexual perversion between men. And this is on the wall in a, in a group which, which has tolerates youth, um, you know, has youth programs. So what kind of organization that is treating youth uh, is so careless as to have, you know, perversion paintings on the wall? Yeah, absolutely. And Peter, this is all funded with our tax dollars. Right, absolutely. That's 856,000 there. So, um it, you know, and uh, I can't remember was it 18 uh, Republican senators went along with this, Jim? I I don't have that number readily with me here. Eight, I think it's mm-hmm. 18. So we saw the the Republicans once again they just cowed, they bowed to the Democrats. They they went in and instead of holding firm and saying, no, we're not going to just throw everything in because we, we want to have defense spending. And they let the Democrats uh, take them, you know, just take advantage of them. And I can't believe, you know, some of the people like Tom Cotton, for example, voted for this uh, uh, legislation because they basically allowed the Democrats to win the negotiation. Our guest today, Peter LaBarbera. Uh, Peter, I know that uh, there are so many areas. The military is another big area of indoctrination uh, through through the training on the use of pronouns. American Military News just reported here in this brand new year, the Marine Corps may drop ma'am and sir over gender neutral concerns for d- drill instructors. Uh, the uh, uh, We also find that uh, there is an effort underway for, with the Army to respond on, on uh, you know, uh, what to do, how to respond when a soldier questions showering with somebody of the different gender, um, uh, who is of the different biological sex, but they're told, no, that this is just a, a condition from, from birth that, that, that they're having, you know, here and how to deal with that issue. It is sheer lunacy what is going on even within our military ranks. 
Yeah, and, and this is just, uh, I mean, America is in a state of severe decline. I don't know how else you can say it. Um, uh, it's, it's almost like uh, uh, the Republicans are, it, it, unless they stop it, um, this, is, this is the Democrat agenda, and this is the Biden agenda. Um, I don't believe this would be going on if President Trump were still president or if uh, if Ron DeSantis were president. This is this is um, shameful. And but of course, it it harms our national security because men don't want to go. Most military type men don't want these kind of policies. Well, and here's a quote from one of the materials. Understand that soldiers who have transitioned gender may remain susceptible to medical conditions associated with their birth gender. Amazing. Just amazing. Um, Absolutely. uh, Peter, I know that there are other issues that are going on on this matter here. And uh, uh, a story that broke right after uh, the start of the calendar month here in the brand new year as well is regarding Crocs. And saw this headline, some people are now burning their Crocs. And here's why. Footwear company Crocs is sparking outrage. This is a column at townhall.com for co-sponsoring an upcoming RuPaul DragCon UK event being advertised to open to anyone under the age of 18. Um, The show, which is uh, sponsored by BBC3, taking place in London January 6th through the 8th. That's uh, now past us. But um, RuPaul's DragCon celebrates the power of authentic self-expression. Kids' fashion show, part of this as well. But uh, Crocs sponsoring and promoting this child drag show where children perform dressed up in drag. Yeah, Jim, and it's amazing. This just keeps coming up. This goes back to the the lobby effort. Um, These corporations feel beholden. They feel they they are pressured and and their HR departments are pushing them to fund these activities. And it's as if they have no concern for well over half the population, I I have to believe, would oppose uh, having their you know, spending at a company that is funding such activities as DragCon. And I've only, I think I've only read a little bit about DragCon. Um, It's a, it's a sad, it's a sad uh, state of affairs. And RuPaul, of course, the most famous, probably most famous male to female uh, transgender person in, in the world. Uh, By the way, Jim, I think I'm correct in this. RuPaul's life story is is very sad. I remember one part of his life story. I think if it's if I've got the right guy, where he would wait on the steps for his father to come, and his father never came. Um, he was he had a problem with the, with his father. I don't know if his father was absent or had left left him, promised to come back. But we see this in the lives of so many people who are involved in in various LGBTQ uh, sins, and it it applies to him. And it reminds us that these are people who need Jesus Christ. Yes, Uh, They need the help and the hope and the salvation of of God in their lives. And, you know, on the one hand, you have the activism, which is the power component. On the other hand, you have people like RuPaul, very sad lives, and they need Jesus Christ. And we need to offer the gospel of them to them uh, because that is the greatest hope for change that there is in the world. It is, and to spread the good news of the gospel is so important in times like this that uh, there are many who are just entrapped in this lifestyle. And uh, matter of fact, Ray Comfort has put out quite a film called Audacity uh, that deals with that witnessing uh, to those who have uh, been captured by the LGBTQ plus lifestyle. And uh, copies of that we do have available. You'll find it on our website at uh, uh, crosstalkamerica.com, vcyamerica.org. Click on store. You'll find it in the DVD section there, or you may call our switchboard at 800 729 Uh For those of you in the state of Wisconsin, we have multiple stations in Wisconsin. Uh, just a word that came out from uh, the patch.com, uh, and that is uh, the governor of Wisconsin, Tony Evers, just appointed James Bond to serve as Secretary of State for the Department of Veterans Affairs on Monday of this week, making him the first openly gay cabinet secretary in state history. And Peter, that's something that we saw happen through this last election. The first, you know, uh, open homosexual in this state or the first transgender in this state uh, gaining positions of political uh, representation for for uh, uh, in states across this nation. Yeah, Jim, and uh, I just was reading about uh, the president, uh, former president's son, Donald Trump Jr. Um, I think it was him, or maybe it was Eric Trump, 
saying that Pete Buttigieg was basically hired because of his homosexuality. And look what we got. We have a disaster heading up our transportation department because he was basically a gender, uh, uh, an LGBT hire. I think the same could be said for our, the press secretary at the White House. You're seeing this identity politics. It's not about whether you can do the job or your character. It's about checking off a box. And the biggest, the most important box now, because of the Democratic Party being taken over by the LGBT cult, the most important box to check off now is LGBTQ. Yeah. Certainly, friends, we're upset at the agenda that is going on, that's being foisted upon, the grooming that's going on children all across the, the youth of this nation, happening on so many different fronts. It doesn't matter if they're in front of a, a, a PBS program or that of of uh, in the educational system or the entertainment, uh, they're pushing it through Disney films and, and, and just every aspect that they can. And so these are people who have been entrapped in this lifestyle who do need the Lord. They do need Jesus Christ as a Savior and to find the the help, the healing, the 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 uh, forgiveness, the the victory over uh, this dominating lifestyle, and uh, that's found in Jesus Christ. Today, we're opening our phone lines to uh, take your comments, your questions uh, for Peter LaBarbera, our number 800-733-9829. That's 1-800-733-9829. Peter, I would like to call attention, though, to an additional story that was on WND.com, and it says that the number of women pedophiles Files is suddenly surging. Normally, it's been males that have been guilty of, of pedophilia and preying upon young people, but now it is women because uh, that, that's what the headline. The women is in quotes, and I need to cl- clarify that because there are men who are now identifying as women who are engaging in pedophilia. Right. This is just pure insanity, and I think it's going to all turn back on the left because it's just so crazy. And now you have, of course, radical feminists uniting with conservative Christians to fight the transgender agenda. We've seen that for years. It's only going to continue. This is just pure insanity. And I'm wondering when more Democrats are going to start more are going to start speaking out against it, uh, not just Republicans. Yeah, well, I wonder when more more Republicans are too, Peter. I mean, and, and I mean, yeah. the, the trends that we're seeing are not very encouraging. Absolutely, uh, the Republican Party could win. I think. On this issue, almost. And we're seeing Ron DeSantis, people like that. But I mean, again, and I, I, I realize President Trump did some great things on the transgender agenda, but it was discouraging to me to see the president um, standing up for the log cabin Republicans. He did not need to do that, and yet he did it right there at Mar a Lago. Let's go to Merle in Tennessee. Merle, you're on the air. Yeah, Jim. Every movement can be traced back to a man, and this current satanic perverted movement can be traced back to Barack Hussein Obama. In his first and second terms, he introduced this junk into academia, into schools, into colleges. Look it up. It's on his, one of his czars, Jennings. He tells you all about it there. And now in Barack Hussein Obama's third term that we're currently experiencing, they're, they're all out. They're going all out. They're not hiding it anymore. And we are suffering for it. And we're going to really have to ask God where do we go from here? What do we do? We just can't let this steamroll over top of us. And I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Merle. And uh, Peter, we saw then Vice President Joe Biden, who upstaged Barack Obama when he came out declaring his support for so-called same-sex marriage even before President Obama did. Right. And just one little caveat to what the caller said, which is that uh, actually Bill Clinton was probably the first, uh, if you could call it, a gay activist president in the sense that he uh, had a number of policies. You know, he 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 started out. He remember he ran on the on opening the military up to homosexuality. Um, so Clinton and even Jimmy Carter was the first one to actually have homosexual activists uh, meet at the White House, a gathering of of gay activists. We're gonna take so, a quick um, break but, here. But Obama was the worst. We got to take a quick break. Peter LaBarbera with us on Crosstalk, and uh, more of your calls following the break. This is Crosstalk on VCY America. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. In 2006, Ben Gavir was stopped by police trying to do what? Make an animal sacrifice over Passover on the Temple Mount. That was 2006. In 2017, Ben Gavir, as an attorney, represented returning to the Mount activist who also wanted to perform a Passover sacrifice on the Temple Mount. Well, guess what? 
Ben Gavir is now in charge of the police on the Temple Mount. Yes, he's in the Benjamin Netanyahu government. Folks, this is getting very interesting. And a group of people are now asking his permission to have an animal sacrifice this coming April on the Temple Mount. He's already tried doing it himself back in 2006, represented a group in 2017. What do you think he'll say? It fits in with Bible prophecy, as the nation of Israel is said, according to the book of Daniel, we'll go back to animal sacrifice. Stay tuned. This is Crosstalk on VCY America. Peter LaBarbera with us today as he's a reporter with WND.com, also president and founder of Americans for Truth. Uh, Peter, uh, websites, uh, your website you can get out here today as well? Yes, WND.com is what I'm writing for, and my other website is uh, AmericansForTruth.org, okay. all written out, AmericansForTruth.org. Great, and let's go right back to the phone lines. We have Jim calling in from Wisconsin. Jim, you're on the air. Hello, gentlemen. Um, Jim, I just, you probably remember last year I called about an idea that was on my heart about countering. I know your guest has, meant, has mentioned we need to counter this movement. And I'd mentioned about the month of June as delegating as a American Christian Heritage Month and start flying, flying the Christian flag the whole month, which I've been doing. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. And I don't know if I've told this to your guest or not, if he's aware of this, but that's something I think we need to do. So, and also one other point on those uh, museums, I wonder if they're going to have the history of Sodom and Gomorrah in those museums. Mm. Good point. Thank you, Jim. Any response, well, Peter? Can I say one thing on that, Jim? Yeah. I wonder if they're going to have the history of, of uh, for example, NAMBLA, the North American Man-Boy Love Association, a pro-pedophile organization, marching in the early gay pride parades. Is that mm. going to be in the, in the museum? Thank you. Um, Chris in Hancock, Michigan, we'll get to in just a moment, but Peter saying we need to have a Christian Heritage Month. We know many states celebrate Christian Heritage Month at other times. Gay Pride is in June. He's saying let's do that in June as well. I, I love it. Absolutely. We, we can't just, it's not going to go away, so we have to counter. So let's go to Chris next in Hancock, Michigan. You're on the air, Chris. Hi. Thank you both so much for what you're doing. Peter LaBarbera, thank you for writing for WN the news. I, in fact, this morning I did the story about uh, in Ohio, Shelby, Ohio, uh, a pastor speaking out, one of 100 pastors speaking out because children are avoiding using the bathroom during a school day for fear of who is going to be in there. And I love what the last caller said, too. And for years I thought, well, we should have a traditional family parade or a straight parade to uh, counteract the, the gay parades. It just one thing, the most important thing is people, please do not be apathetic of all times. This is now is the time to stand up and speak and to get involved in your community, no matter where you are, especially in the schools with all of this garbage going on. And also, Peter, thank you for saying people need Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Appreciate the call. Uh, we've Amen got Julie in Pensacola, Florida. You're on the year. Uh, yes, I just wanted to make a comment that it's up to us parents and our, us grandparents to really be talking to our children and teaching them what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah, talking to them about the Bible, because there's not any confusion in a children's life if they're raised in the admonition of the Lord. But when they're not, that's when the confusion starts. And no wonder why there's so many school shootings and, and there's, the children are so confused. They don't know what to do and they don't, you know, they're confused about their gender. It's because they're not being taught the, the Bible and, and the, the ways of the Lord. So it really is up to us parents and us, you know, and even the churches. They, you know, I wish they would talk more about, you know, the consequences of sin and what happened to people that got, you know, what happened to Ted Bundy? What happened to, you know, people that got involved with all this stuff? Mm -hmm. You know, it really, I would like to see churches talk about the consequences. Maybe people would be more aware and say, hey, I need to tell my child. Thank you, Julie, for that comment. And uh, Peter, the active engagement of parents and the church. Absolutely. We, you, you can't just pretend this is all going to go away. A lot of Christian homeschoolers 
make the mistake of not preparing their kid for college, and maybe at a college it will be more secular, and, and sometimes they're overwhelmed by the secular voices, and we, we have to be prepared, we have to be proactive. And what's ironic to me is at the time of when there's more celebration of homosexuality than ever before, and now this gender confusion, you saw, for example, the monkeypox come along, which was, it, it, it seemed to me it was almost like a judgment from God. I mean, over 90% of the cases were men who have sex with men. This is not just a coincidence. We, we can, the, the facts are with us, but the propaganda is with the other side. Let's go to Wayne in London, Kentucky. Wayne, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. Uh, I know you know, but when people say uh, the Republicans are bowing down, uh, they're not bowing down. They're, they're doing exactly what their bosses are telling them to do. Uh, that's like saying Biden makes a lot of mistakes. He hasn't made any mistakes. He sold his soul, and he's doing the agenda. He's being the hatchet man as long as he can be president. They're all the devil's workers. Follow the money trail. Hmm. While they destroy this country, their friends, big pharma, hospitals, doctors, so on, also make more money. Thank you, Wayne, for your comments. Any response, Peter? Uh, well, I, I just think Biden did sell his soul. I, mean, I think the first book on Biden, uh, his first biography, I believe it was, uh, didn't even mention homosexuality at all. And now look at him. I mean, obviously, he's just being used and allowed himself to be used as a tool of the left. And uh, a tool of Satan, really. I mean, when we see what was their very anti-God principles that are being followed. Uh, one last call from Raleigh, North Carolina. Cynthia, you're on the air. Oh, yes, sir. Um, I have five children. Two of mine are grown. But um, I feel like children have parents, and it's a, I support parental choice. So if I send my kids to a public school, I, I want them to have a secular education. And gay people pay taxes, too. So I, I don't really agree with a lot of your views on this. Hmm. What, what is your moral compass, Cynthia? I'm a Christian. What is your moral Absolutely. compass? What, what, what guides you? My moral you compass, I mean, I'm, I'm a confessing Christian. Um, I, and I believe that homosexuality is a sin. And I, I tell my children that. But I also think that just like other sinners, they, you know, our country's filled with unrepentant sinners. Oh, it is. Um, and, and so you believe that that should be taught to our children in the schools? I think that our children should be taught. I think it's okay for kids to know that gay people exist. And that they oh, that, have the same rights as the rest of us. Oh, that, that's far different than that. I mean, so so you're saying a, a boy who identifies as a girl should have the right to go into the boys' restroom or a girls' restroom? I don't have a problem with it. Okay, I do, and I, I, I believe you'll find the moral principles of Scripture do as well. Peter, uh, five seconds. Go ahead. Not the same rights. You can't. A man can't marry another man. That's not a right. Yeah, we wish we had more time to interact, but our closing theme music is running right now. Thank you, Cynthia, but I would encourage you to to go back to the principles of Scripture itself on this issue uh, as it relates to God creating male and female, the role that God has as to marriage, and uh, that's orchestrated by Him and His Word. Look at what it says on moral, moral, moral-related issues. Peter, we're out of time. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Jim. God bless. Friends, thanks for joining us on Crosstalk. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from BCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from CrosstalkAmerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.